Hello and welcome to the First Right Podcast, a weekly conservative news show brought to you by Restoration of America. I'm your host, Doug Truax, founder and president of Restoration of America. Today we're blessed to connect with seasoned investigative reporter and 19-time Emmy winner, John Stossel. John has left mainstream media to educate the public through his own brand, Stossel TV. Well, hi, John. Thanks so much for coming on. Great to have you here. Good to meet you. So, um, huge fan. Uh, uh, you were always my favorite part of 2020 and uh, love the, the parts of exposing the bad guys and getting the truth out. And that's how you, you know, created this distinguished career that you've got. So, exposing the truth. Um, uh, not so popular nowadays. So, so just explain this transition, how it's happened in your own mind from what you've always done to, wow, we live in this strange time where maybe the truth isn't so welcome anymore. I can't explain it. I'm bewildered. I thought, right. I mean, I was, I grew up as a liberal and then was mugged by reality and discovered free markets. And I thought, well, when I explain this to people with these examples, Everybody will get it. But my own wife, after 40 years of marriage, still, it's just in her to balk. You know, what do you mean the New York Times is wrong? What, <laughs> what do you mean you don't need government to control that? <laughs> right. It is hard to explain, even in your own family. I get it. I get it. Well, the one thing, too, that you went through is this uh, with the climate change piece and the you know, climate change, uh, it's an interesting term. It's, you know, I call it weather, you know, right? The, it gets cold, it's climate change. It gets warm, it's climate change, everything. So you've got this video, Are We Doomed? It was on Facebook. And so what happened there? They say they stifled that, right? Well, they were late to stifle that. It got 25 million views. Um, but then there are fact checkers which are partnered with these climate alarmist groups, censored it. They, it. Facebook's tricky. They don't totally censor. They just keep you from sharing it and they cut off its distribution. And now Facebook does that to all my videos because the, their climate zealots got to that one. And look, I, I mean, climate change is real and man, I think, is contributing. It's what smart people seem to say, and I was wrong about it originally. I mean, so much of my 2020 career and my early career was you know, covering scares. This is gonna right. kill you. The killer bees are gonna fly up from Mexico, and right. red dye number six is causing cancer, and cell phones, and you know, it was only because more people use cell phones and they weren't getting brain tumors that the scare went away. But climate change, it's harder to measure, and so it'll mm. take longer to get away. I must have covered 400 scares during my career, and two of them I was wrong about. I poo-pooed COVID when it first came. And climate change, which I think is real and is a problem, but not this ridiculous crisis that these people claim it is. Yeah, and that's so, it's so important, too, because people make these big choices in their life sometimes about you know what they're going to do for occupation and and uh you know these kids not having have, children right the eco anxiety and not having kids in this younger generation and so you know how do you see this playing out um because it's because this the propaganda and the alarmism have got has gotten to such a level um do you see this kind of coming back and 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 uh, moderating over time how do you see this playing out in the coming decade or so 
I hope it moderates. I, I'm reluctant to predict anything because future is unpredictable. But yeah. right now we're spending gazillions of taxpayer dollars on pointless stuff that mostly helps the politically connected. And of course, that's how most of government works. But right. it's really destructive in the climate case because just all that money could be left in taxpayers' hands and useful right. things could be done with it. Yeah, yeah. It's a shame. I just can't believe how far it's come and, and the impact it's having on the young people in particular. No, it's, it's, it's rough. So back it's to the, Yeah. Look yeah, at how, I mean, when I say it's not a crisis, look at Holland. A third of Holland is below sea level. They built those dikes in the 50s and before with old equipment that is much harder to build dikes to hold water back then. Now we could do it much more easily. We can adjust to climate change. Right. Yeah. You've got time, if, even if something is moving around. And uh, yeah, it doesn't have to be this alarmism. And, and, you know, I see it from a political standpoint. It's like, well, vote for me and I'll fix it all. It's like, well, you know, I don't know about that either, right? right? So, but it's just, but there's just so many, there's so many people out there now who their income and their their future well-being is tied to making sure this doesn't go anywhere other than up as far as the propaganda level. That's that's the hardest part about it, I think. Um, so, yeah, we'll see how it goes. So, I was going to ask you too. So, with all your news journalist buddies that you had from all back in the day. Like when you think about, hey, I'm a journalist, I'm going to go find the truth and I'm going to like really drill into it. And I've had John Solomon on here before, too, and he talks about the day that uh, uh, Scooter Libby got uh, got indicted and there was cheering in his newsroom. And he was like, wait, what a minute. I, I thought that we were supposed to be, you know, he, that was his day when he thought this isn't going the way it's supposed to go. What do you think with these people that you knew back in the day that were committed to the truth? And then over time, they're just like, no, I'm not going to worry about it. I'm going to I'm going to go along with whatever, you know, like you said a minute ago, sometimes the New York Times right, is going to push some lie. Did they have a moment, you think, where in their mind they're just like, yeah, I used to be in the truth, but now I'm just going to like do whatever the guys at the top tell me to do and, and push the propaganda. I have no insight on that. I, I don't presume to predict what goes on in people's minds. Do you think that um, you know we'll ever get out of this place where journalists are not telling the truth, or they? Uh, you think that we're? I don't think many journalists lie. They they really believe in the nonsense they push. Mm. If you're on the scare beat, you mm. interview the scientist who is studying brain cancer and cell phones, and he really believes it, and he's scared. Or right. Y2K or the flesh-eating bacteria. It's like, oh my God. And then you're alarmed and you want to warn people about it. It takes some perspective to realize that most of this stuff is That's right. And they don't dig into the data too. I mean, that's the the number one thing. I I feel like where we got to as well, you know, tell me your thoughts on this, is like, it feels like the scientists got into marketing where they just, it wasn't so much about the scientific method as it was about convincing people that you know, this thing that you think you've discovered is real. And then when you get asked, well, could you prove that? It's like, well, maybe, maybe not. Well, it's hard to prove things. And I mean, they mostly genuinely believe that and they believe in scientific method. But the climate change is a good example because the IPCC was not created to study 
climate change. It was created to study the problems of climate change. Right. The people who started it uh, were anti-capitalists and they hated the oil companies and they wanted to find bad stuff about them. And they did. And then the feedback loops go on because mm -hmm. if you do a study and says, you know, this isn't so bad, you don't get funded. Right. And the people in government do the funding. The people you don't get published, and the people, the activists who capture the science journals, they're not going to publish you if you say, "Well, we really don't know enough to say this is a problem." They're going to publish people who say this is going to kill you. Mm -hmm. That's right. I've had Tony Heller on here many times. I don't know if you've seen some of his stuff about. He just compares the daily weather data from the satellites to you know. Well, that's the reality, but you can see how in the models they build in the, the trend lines that basically just do what you just said. It's like this is gives us, this gives us the story that we want to uh, to share, and so they're constantly just looking for the thing that reinforces the propaganda they're pushing all the time. So, yeah, it's a it's a bad situation. But I, I just you know, like I said, I feel mostly bad for the young people that are growing up in it and and thinking that you know the sky is going to fall any minute now. Um, so yeah. I just, I just hope that we're headed to a better day um, and appreciate all you're doing with the educational channel and everything too. I mean, this is really, I think we've got, reached this place where our education system's letting us down too. So people like you have got to really, uh, you know, get, get the videos out there, get the views. I know you got a lot of videos that, uh, a lot of different viewers on your videos. And, and I, I really appreciate that too. And, and uh, what, what do you see with the future on that too, as well as, you know, basically parents just kind of giving up on, these guys aren't telling my kids the truth. Well, I started this charity years ago called Stossel in the Classroom because people, teachers would say, oh, I wish I'd recorded that 2020 piece. I'd like to play it in class. It would make for good discussion. And so we started Stossel in the Classroom, and now we have about 100,000 teachers who use them. I wish it was all the teachers, but it clearly isn't. Yeah, yeah. The union teachers are reluctant. But right. it's all we can do is keep talking about what we think is reasonable and countering the stuff that's not true and hope that eventually the people who make the decisions get it. Yeah, that's right. I think the teachers unions have turned into a major problem. I'm here in Chicago and you know, they, they're the reason we got the new mayor uh, and, uh, and they just have their agenda. And, uh, and a lot of times it's not aligned with even their own members. Like the, it's the union leaders off, you know, at times that are pushing this stuff and their own the teachers, they just don't, they don't go along with it either. Well, they don't want to go along with it, but they have to. So, But I hope we're, we've got a better day somewhere out there. I appreciate all that you're doing, and uh, we'll make sure that people know about Stossel TV and all this stuff, and, and we've got, we got a pretty good reach, and, and our viewers will. I know, I know they totally appreciate all you've done in your career, and uh, uh, hope, hope, the, hope for the best for you and all the stuff you're doing. So thanks for coming on today, John. Nice to talk to you. Bye. All right. Have a good one. All right, that's our show for today. Thank you so much for tuning in and for supporting conservative media. Don't ever forget that by working together and staying diligent, we conservatives can bring our country back to true greatness. Until next week, let's all keep praying that God will continue to bless America. First Right, a new kind of news summary without the liberal slant. Every morning, in your inbox, always free. Subscribe by texting FIRST RIGHT to 30161. That's FIRST RIGHT, all caps, one word, to 30161.